Hello listeners, this is the Big Mouth Barber and um, another podcast, another story of mine. Hope you like it, but I want to talk about my dad. Oh, my dad. Well, you know, back in the 80s, again, you know, Irish big Irish community, um, living in Leeds, and, uh, you know, it was a regular thing, we'd all, we'd all go out drinking, well, I didn't, I wasn't allowed to drink then, but my mum, my dad, next door neighbour, Harry, Bob, Murphy, Winnie, whoever, and we'd all pile into the, the Irish club, you know, it was a social club, Irish social club in Leeds, and every Sunday, it was the regular 12 o'clock in, drink, drink, you know, the mums, the dads, all sitting around, and they'd have all the Irish music on, and they'd all be talking about things have gone by, and, and present day things, I mean, at that time, you know, I'm certainly not proud of it, but but my dad was, he was a, he was a very staunch uh, Catholic, you know, uh, yeah, you can imagine IRA, Celtic, Man United. That's what his life was about, and and you know we lived in Leeds. I think I've been to Ireland with my dad two or three times, if not more. And every time I went over there, you know, great time. Well, he had a great time. We were just drinking and partying and and all that, but you know in Northern Ireland at that time that the, there was a big movement Protestants IRA the UDA the I can't think of the names now but it was regular to go drinking in the in the in the the Irish centre and uh more than often you know they'd finish at 12 o'clock and then they par back to someone else's house get drunk and then they go back to the Irish centre again seven o'clock till ten thirty because that's what people did and um just got drunk and my dad he was a proper Irishman Martin come here son Kathy come here Teresa what are you doing Kevin come over here son but he had a stutter and we can laugh about it. I'm allowed to laugh about it because it was my dad, you know. And if he was ever going to tell you off, he'd be like, Martin. And I'd be like, yeah, what have you been doing? I'd say nothing. You have, you've been hitting Kathy. And this went on, and, and as I got older, you know, as we all got older, we would, in fact, finish off the sentence because, you know, we was going to get told off. He was going to hit us with a belt or his hand or whatever. Mum decided that was, that was the right thing to do at the time. So he'd say, mum, 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 and I'd say, mine, because, you know, I had this northern accent back then. 
Martin. That's right, son. What have you been doing? Or Kathy. But she would have finished off his sentence, you know. Kathy. Yeah. What have you been doing? And that went on and on, you know, and it it was comical. Anyway, you know, he, he, he was a funny character, he really was, but very, very strict about, I don't know, religion? Is that what it would be? The IRA, would that be religion? I mean, I come home one day, it was, it was 1978, the Queen's Jubilee, and at the school I was at then, you know, St Kevin's, the school decided that they was going to give us all like a, a, a mug, a souvenir. And I was thrilled. You know, this, this mug was it's quite something. It really was, you know, it had like, you know, the, the Queen's head on it, all, all painted nice and, and Philip and, you know, the Jubilee is white, gold plated and all the rest of it. And the school gave us all one and I went home, but I was running home with this cup. I couldn't, go, I couldn't get home quick enough. Proud of it, really proud. And I got home and uh, my dad said, what are you doing, son? And I showed him this mug. And, it, and he smashed it, hit me across the head, told me to clean up the mug and never bring that home again. And I couldn't understand why, because I was a kid. I was eight, nine. And then another time, again, at school, some lad, you know, decided that he was going to give me his football kit. I think his mum had bought him a new one. And he thought, oh, I'll give this to our Martin. Martin, my mate, my mate, mine. Anyway, again, took it home. My dad was like, what are you doing, son? And again, he threw it in the bin. And I'm like, this is getting way out of hand now. This is getting crazy. You know, as I got older, I started thinking, what is his grief? And it was all to do with, you know, his upbringing, I'm sure, and the way things were back in the day and all that all that sort of stuff going on. But it had nothing to do with me as a kid. You know, what did I know? I was just a, a lad doing the right thing, going to school, making friends. If the teacher said, take that home, I would. If a mate of mine said, take that, I did. And I'd just go about my business. But he wasn't having any of it. So as the years went by, you know, I'd got used to this. And then as we got older, we did start to get a little bit cheeky. We did, all of us. And I suppose that's what kids do. You test the boundaries, don't you? And I remember one Christmas, you know, every Christmas is the same, isn't it? You know, Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth, 10 past three. She'd do a speech to the to the nation, you know, and she she stand up and she'd do a bit. And I suppose I don't know a, a royalist would would probably stand up with her, at, you know, in their own front room, you know, watching the telly, and th- they'd probably say, right, okay, uh, you know, Queen's speech, stand up, <clears throat> do your bit, and my sister Kathy, bless her. She she knew Dad was feisty about these kind of subjects and, you know, 
we all did, but she was braver than us. She was she was a lot braver. Anyway, she did. She she stood up, and my goodness, you know, she got walloped, absolutely walloped, and we wasn't allowed to stand up for the Queen's speech. Nothing to do with anything to do with the royal family. Now, as it goes, don't get me wrong, as years gone by, I mean, I like the royal family. Not all of them, some of them. I like what they do. You know, they're good for the country, they're good for us. Don't ask me why they're good for us, but I just think they are. You know, is it is it from a, a tourist point of view, bringing in a lot of tourists? Is it the fact that you want to live that lifestyle? You know, they're all fancy, they look good, they dress nice. Nice cars, they're all swanning about on a boat or a holiday, you know, an aeroplane, whatever the scenario may be. But I actually like them. But he actually didn't. And it got me thinking, I thought, how can you be so... How how can religion do that to you? Because I think that's what it was. He was a Catholic. He was brought up a a Catholic. He was brought up, you know, a, a follower of you know, the IRA, and I'm not saying, he, I'm not saying for one minute, you know, he, he was wrong, or, or they were wrong, or I don't want to get involved with that, that's not me, but what I don't understand is, how can it make people so angry, you know, there's enough of that going on around us, you know, th- th- there's enough anger, I mean, there was then, and there is now, you know, it, it doesn't make sense, but that's that's them, that was him, you know, and, and it's not me. Anyway, that's another story that I have for you. Um, yeah. What can I say? Nothing. That's it. Nothing. I've told you that story. Um, I'm going to go again now. I've going to... I'm going to make a cup of tea. Anyway, listen. Thank you for listening. And um, all being well, I shall be back on here very soon with another story from the Big Mouth Barber. Thank you very much and goodbye.